Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Connect the Knox. I'm your host, Julia Hurley, connecting Knoxville to the nation. Today's guest is two reasons why this guest is very special to me. One, because I live in a very small town outside of Knoxville called Lenore City, Tennessee, and agriculture is a massive part of my life. And I know that a lot of people that have met me know that I've traveled the world, I've coached all over, I like big expensive things, and I'm the big city girl. But really and truly at heart, I'm a little girl from City Co, Tennessee, who understands the importance of agriculture. And Dr. Keith Carver is the senior chancellor and senior vice president of UT Ag Center. And that is a massive important thing for the University of Tennessee, but the world as a whole. So Dr. Keith Carver, thank you for being our guest on today's episode of Connect the Knox. Julia, such a delight to be here with you. Thank you. Absolutely. So let's get into it because I know that right now the conversation for farmers in America is huge. Agriculture conversation is huge. Many farms are popping up everywhere. People are looking to get back down to basics, if that's really and truly how you're looking at it. And UT offers such a worldwide connection and your ability to connect that with everything that's going on and promoting it. So let's get into it. Tell us about you and your connection to Knoxville. Sure. Well, you know, I first came to Knoxville in graduate school 30 years ago this summer. So came up uh, to work at the university, to work on my master's. I was working full time. And Julia, I just fell in love with it. I'm from rural West Tennessee, from a farming community uh, over near Jackson, Tennessee. But uh, it came up here, um, came for an education and a job, but fell in love with East Tennessee, especially the metro Knoxville area and have basically been with the university ever since. I left for two short years to go to work at a small college in Ohio, but uh, wrapping up my 27th year with UT, and just so grateful to be here. But all three of our children, my wife and I, have uh, been married 28 years. All three of our children uh, born uh, in Knoxville, our two adult children live, still live in Knoxville, uh, and just had our first grandchild born oh. in Knoxville. So it feels like home. It really does. It always feels like home. Yes, that's why people stay. <laughs> that's right. You're exactly we right. We love that. So what exactly, explain to the world out there, what exactly it is that you do for UT? Absolutely. So uh, as, as a senior leader for the Institute of Agriculture, we are a big part of University of Tennessee's land-grant mission. So we, we teach... Uh, and educate. We certainly provide public service and outreach, and then we do a lot of research. And Julia, how we do that is uh, we have a presence, the Institute of Agriculture has a presence in, presence in all 95 counties. So there's a UT extension office in, in all 95 counties. What do those extension offices do? Well, they, they certainly help farmers, uh, they help gardeners, they help people that are, are worried about their lawns or their animals, but they also provide um, great um, information for families, whether it be um, healthy, being a, having a healthier lifestyle, um, how, to, how to really form a budget, uh, first-time home buyers, what are tips they need and help people get those first-time loans, uh, how do people do, you know, how, how do they become more debt savvy and, and, and pay off debt, uh, family and consumer sciences. So there's a one-stop shop for anything you might need, and it's all free, and it's in every county across the state. We also have 10 
We have 10 research centers across the state uh, that's doing um, everything from research in, in wheat and corn and soybean all the way to uh, how to make your beef cattle or your, your dairy farm uh, operate more efficiently. And, and Julia, so many times when you think about research at a university, uh, you think about, well, this is something that's really only good for uh, big science. Uh, but, but when you think about the research we do as the land-grant institution, it's research that goes right back onto farms, into people's homes, uh, that they can use immediately uh, because we all want safer food, uh, we all want safer products, and we all want to be able to farm more efficiently to get food and fiber into our homes. So um, that's effectively what we do. Here in Knoxville with the education mission, we have a full complement of agricultural bachelor's, master's, and Ph.D. programs and um, something you see when you're driving along Neyland Drive right there where the beautiful UT Gardens are is our School for Veterinary Medicine, which exploded over the last few years. So about 2,800 employees statewide and an agriculture UT Ag um, presence in, in all 95 counties. So it's, it's a big operation. It is, and it affects people. I, what I think is normal, what I think is what everybody grew up with is not the case. So right. as a real estate agent who owns their own brokerage and has grown in Knoxville and seen this, the opportunities to have conversations with people specifically about financing, that is one of my biggest, like, please learn how to save money properly. I want you to be a homeowner. I want you to be a successful homeowner. The second thing I offer all of the people that come and do business with me is the opportunity to introduce them to my local farmers. We, as a family, purchase a cow, a sheep, chickens, and a pig every year. And I thought the whole world knew this was an opportunity. I brought something to show you. My very first 4-H award. Look at I you. thought this was normal. I thought the whole world knew about this. They do not. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, and so we just, Julia, we should have had you on campus last week. We celebrate the 100th anniversary of 4-H Summer Roundup. Right oh, man. Campus. Had about 300 4-Hers from all over the state uh, in for a summer camp, but because we were turning 100, is really special. But last year, 136,000 Tennessee youth attended or participated in a 4-H program. It's the largest program in the country, and uh, we're just so proud of it. And, and thank you for being such a supporter. And Oh, and absolutely. I introduce every person of my local farmers. This is where you get meat. You need to go ahead. And this is when you order it. I'll send you. I send out a blast to all of my past clients and say, it's time for you to order. You're not going to get what you need if you don't order it now. This is who you call. This is where you need to go pick it up. Our people do everything for us. They even delivered it one year on Christmas Eve because that's when it came in. It was so important to them to get us our local meat. And we've always done that. So I really and genuinely, truly appreciate everything that Ag does. I'll be there for the 101th anniversary. You put me down on that calendar, I will be there. Oh. I'll bring my award. Uh, that's right. We'll bring you up, introduce you to all those students. That is a great thing. And I'll make sure we do that next July. Well, I'll tell you the story at another time. But you ask John Goddard, you, you tell him you met Julia Hurley, he will tell you the chicken story. It is the funniest, also saddest story in the whole world. But we, 4-H has been such a part of my life. So agriculture in today's society is, is a, what I feel like is a new one. It's a new thing. People are really embracing growing their own food, learning how to can again. We've completely done a 180 away from the big city grocery store living to let me learn where this come from, learn where this comes from 
and learn how to do it myself or try to contribute to the people that do it. What can people, everyday people do to get involved with UT Ag? You know, I think that the, the biggest thing is um, look for ways to advocate for agriculture. That's the biggest thing. And we have, uh, Julia, as you said, we've really enjoyed uh, a renaissance of people who want local food on their table, who want to who want to go uh, you know, farm to table eating or, or farm to fork eating. And it's so important. And so I think as you look at how Tennessee is growing, how you look as that our country is growing, as the world is growing, we've got fewer um, farmers and farms than we had 20 years ago. And so things that we can do to advocate for farming, uh, helping helping generational farmers be able to pass along that farm uh, to a new generation of farmers, um, I think is, is, is so critically important. But shopping local and certainly supporting um, those local smaller farms is a piece of all that and, and, and helping. And, and personally, I'm encouraged. I, I, I know several people that uh, currently here in Knoxville that we haven't bought uh, eggs in a grocery store for quite a while because we're borrowing buying farm fresh eggs. And so um, if, you, if you take those little steps uh, and really advocate for agriculture in big ways, it's so important. Tennessee is number three in the country, unfortunately, right now in farmland loss. Um, really? Really. Oh, wow. One of the things we're doing uh, to advocate now still 40, 49 percent of Tennessee's acreage is coated um, uh, farm farm agricultural use, and so that's great, but it's down from several years ago. So really advocating for the farmers, uh, supporting more of our regional farmers, and, and really our legislators uh, have been so good to help enable new laws that, that make it easier for people to farm in Tennessee, and we're grateful for that. Yeah, I know the, uh, the inheritance tax, that, uh, the break on inheritance tax that we passed in 2010 uh, was up. It was a five million dollar change, and farm equipment's five million dollars. I mean, let's not let's not pretend like we don't know what farm equipment costs. If you don't know what farm equipment costs, it's millions and millions and millions of dollars, and these people are taking these loans out for generations. So, being able to pass that along to the next generation without paying that inheritance tax is definitely a break for Tennessee farmers, for sure. Extremely important. That's right. For sure. Okay, what challenges have you faced, and what did you do to change that? Sure. You know, uh, I've just, you know, I've been at UT 27 years, but I've only been in this role for five months. I was uh, in the months, in the years leading up to this, six years leading up to this, I was the chancellor for the UT Martin campus over in Weston. So, so being in here, uh, but what we've had to do, we've had a lot of transition. We've had uh, three or four senior leaders in, in a little over 18 months here. And so I, I think the challenge coming in is uh, just having someone that's really committed to building a team. And I've, I've, uh, I don't know, Julius, how good of a leader I am, but if I have any skill at all, um, it's I can recognize talent and, and really help people work together uh, to, to lift an organization. And, and what I've seen here, whether it be in our College of Veterinary Medicine, our Dean of Research, our Dean of Extension, our Dean over the, the Herbert College, we've got some incredible people, incredible faculty, incredible students, and getting getting our team to work relentlessly to advocate, to educate and advocate every day 
on behalf of Tennessee Agriculture and, and building this team so that we can be as high-functioning and effective for Tennesseans. And that's our main goal, is to make Tennessee a better place for food and fiber production, food security. And uh, if we're doing that, uh, and, and that's our goal every day, is to make Tennessee better, we're going to be successful. And so building team uh, ha- has been what we've been focused on. Now, the next year, we're kicking off in next month, our strategic planning process. We're looking at the next five years. Where's Tennessee agriculture? Oh, yeah. Sure. Five years. And so we'll be consumed with that uh, for the next eight or nine months. But for me, it's really exciting. So much has changed. It's coming out of COVID, uh, the way Mm. we run these programs, uh, the way people expect their food uh, to be processed and delivered, uh, the way they expect plants to grow. And uh, we need to be at the forefront of that for all Tennesseans. I would agree with that 100%. I um, I visit my local farmer's market as every Saturday, and I stuck up on everything for the week that I need, and I've started the canning process. You know how it is at 900 degrees in the house with the air conditioner on. It's ready to go. Absolutely. But, um, I would love to see, and I know that you all have a great partnership with um, Cruise Farm here locally in Knoxville, which, oh my gosh, I just had some coffee milk earlier to keep my spirits alive, so it's addictive. And there's a lady at my farmer's market. We call her the milk lady. That's what she calls herself, the milk lady. And she sells whole milk from the cow. Wow. And it's delicious. Oh, yeah. And I would love to see... Deregulation is not the right word for what I'm thinking, I think. But I would love to see more of an open opportunity for people to educate themselves on what raw milk can do for you. And what real food from a farm without any extra can do for your health and your body. Well, Julia, the next time you're in Knoxville, I want you to to either call me or just on your own, if it's a Monday through Saturday, uh, you know where the Visitor Center is on the the corner of Kingston Pike and Neyland Drive, the the old Visitor Center across the Yes. have just reopened the UT Creamery. So in the building. You can buy buy fresh ice cream made with UT milk on, and it's open from 12 to 7. This summer, we're going to do a a hard launch uh, once school starts, but but bringing back some of that local flavor, literally, uh, for ice cream. There's five flavors now. We're going to eventually be up to 15. Nice. But it, we hope what that does, not only is it a great research opportunity for our students, not just in dairy and, 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 and food safety, food science, but also for our hospitality and restaurant and management students to go over, how do you market this? How are we going to market it to a greater Knoxville community? And um, we, we're really excited about that. But that gets to your point. And the more local you can make production, uh, the more buzz it has. Um, so uh, it's great. So, yeah, next time you're over here, uh, let me know and I'll treat you. It's it's a <laughs> That's a deal. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> what I need to tell you, though, in all candor, though, um, I would not say it's low calorie, but it's delicious. How about that? When someone else is buying your food, it's always no calories. That is That's true. Cool. And, and <laughs> product of a research project, those calories don't count. I don't know. Negative calories. <laughs> That's exactly right. We all know that real estate is location, location, location. Our team at Just Homes Group has the true expertise pairing buyers and sellers with the right opportunities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a home right here in Knoxville, Lenore City, Clinton, or Farragut, we have the expertise throughout every Knoxville surrounding area. 
Call Julia Hurley at 865-237-7328. So what are the plans for the future? I mean, that five-year plan, we all, I mean, as business owners in general, you're running a business there. Let's just face it. You may be an employee of the system, but it's a business. So you've got the two-year, five-year, 10-year, forever plan. What's, what is that plan? What does that look like? You know, I, I think one of the things that uh, you'll see is over over the next five years, we're going to grow enrollment in the College of Veterinary Medicine. Uh, right now, uh, the demand, uh, not just in Tennessee, but certainly in Tennessee, but the southeast and the country, is we don't have enough veterinarians. And, and those professionals that, that you and I grew up with, our families grew up with, uh, taking care of our animals, they're retiring. And, uh, and so we've got to replace those. And so we're going we're gonna to expand enrollment. Uh, we've done several renovations at, the, at, the, at um, the College of Veterinary Medicine, making getting ready for another uh, renovation in the next couple years, an expansion of lab and teaching space uh, so that we can um, meet that, that workforce demand. And that's going to take the work of a lot of people because when you add, uh, when you go up 41% more students, that's also teaching faculty faculty, clinical faculty, pharmacy techs. Uh, so it's a, it's a huge business. So that's a big part of it. Also, um, we're wanting to grow our undergraduate population. Uh, ag jobs, as you mentioned, uh, it's, it's the state's um, largest, um, when you think about business and industry, agriculture and its affiliated um, umbrella organizations. So it's the largest business in the state. And so think about all the huge sectors of, of the economy in Tennessee, agriculture leading the way. But because of that, Julia, there are a ton of jobs out there, whether it's ag, ag economics, uh, agribusiness, certainly things dealing with uh, sciences and, 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 and research, uh, but also uh, sales and marketing and, and uh, developing development of new products and pushing those products out. Um, so uh, we're working with seed companies. And so we've got to meet the demand for those growing job markets, too. So you'll see undergraduates, uh, students on campus, as well as master's and Ph.D. students, uh, because it's an area that that uh, needs to grow and we can grow it here. Yeah, I think logistics is also something that factors hard into the agriculture community. and People don't think about it. They think a farm is stagnant. That food goes somewhere and it has to be transported properly in a timely fashion and everything that you move ages at a certain rate. Uh, logistics is very important. That's a that's a huge uh, UT availability there. It's one of the only campuses around here that offers that as a major. So that's interesting. And a great program. Yeah. Well, my father-in-law is a large, was, he just retired, a large animal vet. So man, oh. I'll send him your way to teach. He'll, be too, he'll get on our nerves. He'll be a little more. No, no, that's <laughs> the area and all candor. That's the area of greatest. We do not have enough large animal um, uh, practitioners in in rural areas, and uh, we could double that amount and and, oh, yeah. and the need. So, uh, you know, tell him tell him thanks for his years of service, but we need him for a little longer. <laughs> so hang in there, hang in there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> You're right. That's exactly. Right. Oh man! All right. So I would say. The one of the better questions I've had in me, many of my things is all the things that you know now. Yeah. Go back to the very beginning, knowing what you know now. What would you think to contribute earlier and differently? And um, what would what advice would you give younger people to be able to do the same? You know, I tell you what. I think coming up early, I was so um, I, I was raised in a single parent household, and 
uh, in a rural area. And coming up, I thought success was really measured by uh, your job title or advancement. Um, I think what I would tell um, 25-year-old Keith Carver is uh, spend more time with your wife and, and family and invest in the things that make you happy. Because if you're passionate um, about work, if you're, if you're passionate about your home and your family and uh, those relationships and those people that give you joy, you're going to be successful in your career. And uh, no one ever is uh, going to on their deathbed say they wish they'd, they'd worked more hours. I think they're going to say uh, they wish they'd spent more time with family. So never letting promotions, career, um, salary advancements, the chase of those things that we measure success by so often in North America with things, uh, never ever substitute or let that be the priority over relationships with family and friends. And in, so invest in relationships first and everything else falls into place. That's what I've told, would have told me several years ago. And I've been very blessed. Uh, my wife and I have three great children and I'm very involved, but you know, I missed a lot of ball games, um, going up or practices or, 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 or Sunday night recitals, uh, because of travel and things like that. And uh, while I did enough of them, I, I, I didn't do all of them. And yeah. I'd have told myself that. So invest in that family and friends first. I asked here Slovakia earlier today, what would be his best advice for the younger people in society today? And he said the same, focus on your relationships. Make yeah. sure those relationships are stable and that they are contributory on your end and their end and help each other grow. And the things you want will come to you. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Yeah. So some really cool things. I follow all the UT extensions. I follow you. I follow the UT ag, all the cool things that you all are doing and you, you have, okay. So this summer alone, I missed out on cooking brisket, the barbecue class. You all have, I had no idea how much you offer. Can you, can you tell people one, you, what you're offering every year and two, where they can find that information? It seems to be, I'm always catching it right before it happens. I can't get it. Sure. Sure. Well, well, I thank you. And we do. And thanks for the opportunity to talk about it. I'll take those uh, sort of in the order you present them. We do have a smoking school and it's always um, the Saturday. It's early in the summer. We do it the Saturday of Father's Day weekend just because a lot of people hadn't taken vacations yet. They're out of school. Kids are out of school. So maybe you get that that Saturday to go um, about 300 people come and it's hands-on. You learn brisket, you learn chicken, you learn pork. Um, they talk about sides. It is absolutely wonderful. And and so that's a, a great program that happens here. Uh, and plants, plant and food sciences and animal science sort of combine for that. Um, I think when when you think about other things that are that are offered on an annual basis, there's so much offered out of uh, extension, whether it be you want to take a master gardening class, um, you want to take a class uh, in, in, in health and wellness or, or diabetes prevention. And the greatest thing to do, I think, is, is to follow uh, the Institute of Agriculture's website. And that's, that's um, um, utia.tennessee.edu. That's utia.tennessee.edu. And it is, uh, there are press releases, there are announcements, uh, there's so much that goes out. And you can also sign up for email updates. So uh, okay. if you're afraid you're going to miss something, um, you can do it. But certainly following um, the Institute of Agriculture uh, on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, um, on X, 
whatever that is, Julia. Oh, no. oh the name changed today. That's right. Oh. Figure that out. I, <laughs> I, I love, I have loved Twitter, but, but boy, I tell you, it's a huge change going to the, losing the bird and going to an X and we'll see where that goes. But we do a lot on Instagram and Facebook though, and, and, and uh, Snapchat. And so it's an easy way uh, to keep up with activities here. Whatever we have to do to keep up with the kids, to keep them involved is what we have to do. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You're, you're right. You're right. Yeah. We got to make the next generation know that they are valued. Their opinion is valued. And we would love for you to continue the traditions in your own way. But here's the traditions. Oh, <laughs> yeah. things. That's exactly so, right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. For our, our, all three of our kids understand the value. We've all been to Wampler's Farm Sausage on the kill floor and cried and then bought our pork on the way out. I mean, it's part of the experience. Understanding where your food comes from, you can respect it a lot more. Yes. All right. So we're going to do it. Last five minutes fire round. Are you ready? Right, look, Julia, let's go for it. Let's All go. right. Favorite grocery store? You know, Butler and Bailey on North Shore. Oh, so good. I love it. Love Butler yes. and Bailey. So I have a story. Um, I had no idea that black walnut extract was a thing. This was 25 years ago when I learned how to make my first cake. Yeah. And I couldn't find it anywhere. And Butler and Bailey was the only place to have it. Such a rare extract to find. Now I make my own, but out of my trees in my backyard. But they're the only. And from then on, I shop there. It's 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 magnificent, and they're they're meat, and of course you can get sweet water, uh, sweet valley water uh, cheese there, sweet water valley cheese there. It's just great. A lot of local, yeah. products, just high quality meats, and just great people. Great cheese thousand wows right in my backyard. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Favorite top three restaurants? You know, I tell you what, uh, here in Knoxville, uh, my wife and I love a good breakfast. Uh, so mm -hmm. we love uh, downtown on Union. Uh, lo love to do that. Uh, Julia, I've, I've uh, a little bit of a, of, a, of a throwback, but we love uh, Copper Cellar. Uh, oh, yeah. we, we lost our top location because uh, the one on the strip closed, but still love to go. Uh, to, to Copper Cellar out west, and I tell you what, um, um, just just for a, a great night out and to look uh, at the water, we love uh, Lakeside Tavern. Just love to go out there and sit, uh, sit outside and look outside, or at least look through those back windows at at Lake Loudon. Uh, just really hard to beat. Yeah, Lakeside Tavern's fantastic. There's salmon; they make their own yeah. mustard. It's ridiculously yeah. good, so Absolutely. good. But you know, there's a hundred hundred great places. I love. Oh, Paris. Arrows in Rocky Hill. I mean, there's so many good ones. So oh, many. Yeah. So one of the biggest questions I always ask is when someone visits you that's never been to Knoxville before, what hidden gem is the first place you either take them to or see or experience? Now, you're going to think I'm saying this because I'm currently working at the Institute of Agriculture. But for years, for decades, we've taken people to the UT Gardens. Oh, yeah. You know, it's hard to believe that there's that many acres uh, under incredible care and cultivation and manicuring uh, right there on the river. And so love to take people and walk through the gardens. And we find out something new um, every time we go. If we're also staying in Knox County, a lot of times we'll take them up to House Mountain. Uh, oh, yeah. No, it's a it's a it's a Smokies experience without the drive uh, over into Pigeon Forge and in Sevier County. So love House Mountain, love uh, the UT Gardens, but um, you know there's nothing like Neyland Stadium on a Saturday either. If you can get tickets, 
That's exactly right. I mean, you may have a hookup there. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe a little. That's right. Maybe a little. <laughs> so I bought my house from the four, two presidents, uh, two presidents ago uh, from the Tennessee Arboreum Association. And really? our backyard is oh. like, she planted things back here I did not know existed in Tennessee. I don't think they did until she brought them to this backyard. Stunning. Stunning backyard. I hope I hope you just take full credit for it. I hope you just say, <laughs> it, it's fine. I did this. I tell I, the neighbors, this is me. I garden all day. <laughs> exactly right. Dr. Carver, thank you so much for taking time for us today. I know that UT is so... I, I'm just so excited. The right leadership is finally in place, bringing in amazing leaders like you, bringing in a five-year, 10-year plan. I know it's going to grow. I know you're going to do everything you can to make sure that the agricultural system in the state of Tennessee is protected and educated. If there's anything that we can ever do to let that, let people around us know or contribute in any way, you have our contact information and I will be seeing you for that free ice cream. Great <laughs> roundup. And for a deal. Oh, I'll be there. Put that on the calendar for sure. I will bring, I have, I have held on to this award <laughs> since high school and I, it was a very proud award. I have almost gotten rid of everything in the house but this. So that is great. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Listeners, again, if you are here and you are visiting Tennessee, Knoxville for the first time, we have thousands of kids currently enrolling and bringing your parents here to visit. UT Gardens is the place to go. Get some ice cream from the, the ice creamery there at the Visitor Center right on Neyland and Kingston Pike. If you have any questions, let us know. We'll put Dr. Carver's information and website and all of the places to follow the Ag System on this YouTube channel as well. Thank you for visiting. I'm Julia Hurley, your host of Connect the Knox. Thank you so much for visiting. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the show. Make sure to like and subscribe. Leave a five-star review on your podcast player of choice. And if you would like information on moving to Knoxville, send me a private message. As always, this is Julia Hurley connecting Knoxville to the nation.